0: things that we talked about is um when we went into talking about the journey of faith about going from glory to glory to glory and that every time you jump from glory to glory you have to endure an in-between zone so the moment you know that you have christ in your heart we now have to walk out our salvation and learn who we are in him But there's an in-between zone that we experience as we gain a measure of Christ in us Because the more we gain a measure of Christ in us We're learning who we are and what we're to do in Christ Jesus As a human being because everybody's born with a purpose in him Now we have to find it, you know in a journey with him walking from faith to faith Well, when I talked about the word endurance um, It really kind of like lay hell lay lay hold on my mind for a couple days. And even Todd texted me. Todd texted me a verse. It was Hebrews 1035. So you're pretty close. 1035. Okay, everybody go to 1035 and 36 before we get into the chart. Praise the Lord. All right, 1035 and 36 says, do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward, for you have need of steadfast patience and endurance. And we've been talking a lot about patience and endurance, so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God, and thus receive and carry away what is promised. Now, in this awesome, we all have a, a promised land—something that we are to know. What is our fullness in Christ? But we have to go through change everybody in here has to experience his changes and it's not just one time You go through rotations of changes as you gain that patience that endurance that steadfastness And you're accomplishing and getting closer to the will of god as you grow you're doing the will of god You're gaining more of christ in you and you're becoming more aware You're not you don't get so emotional anymore you know, because you know what you're called to do and what you're gonna do. The first row is the person who's learning that God, there there is a God, and that there is a Holy Spirit in them, and that Christ does want to dwell in them, and they're learning that besides a mom and dad and other people, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit loves them. So this person's learning that they're just loved. This person on this on this level is learning. They're truly learning who they are because we don't always know who we are. We have to start changing and having our mind transformed to the word of God versus to what we've been taught to think, what the world thinks. And on the bottom row, when you get to your fullness, this is a person who loves people. Love one another as I have loved you. People on this, when they're getting to this, they're loving people as Christ has loved them because through this journey, The lord is loving us It may feel like discipline but in the turn. It's also he's loving us To help us he knows how each and every one of us has to receive To go through the change We have to choose to surrender To all the feelings and everything but in that it's I love that verse that todd sent me do not therefore fling away Your fearless confidence That means having your trust in him And this is where this doorway of change hit me because when we accept Christ in our heart, we have the spirit. The spirit dwells in us. But we still have to contend with our soul. So Christ comes the first appointed time to remove sin's power. So when we accept Christ in our heart, from that moment, regardless of what we know and what we don't know in our soul, sin can't overpower us. If we call in the name of jesus plead the blood even if we don't know the word That power cannot overtake us Christ reveals himself a second time to remove the residue of sin Because we're all at different ages and different stages when we accept christ in our heart And there are things that we have learned that are wrong and they are they They are not Light they are of darkness and so as they start to become revealed Christ comes a second time, what? To remove the residue of sin. The residues of sins are our fears. The residue is our anger. Hey, if anybody in here still gets angry, then there's still a residue. You know what I mean? Because that's human. Lusts, perversions, love of money, pride, sickness, demons, all these things are residue that we don't even have. We don't have to, if we just know that it cannot overcome us, Well, then the lord comes a second time to help us overcome them The moment you feel an anger the moment you feel a fear and you invite him in It it's got to flee the the enemy has to flee But yet it's when we keep regoing Occurrence when we keep dealing with anger when we keep dealing with fears. Well, that means something in us Has a doubt we have doubted That that we have doubted that he has removed sin's power you know because that's what happens we have to deal with the forces that are all going on around us So the beautiful thing is when we come right up to the threshold of change when we are in agreement And we say I do not want to be angry anymore Or I have been given sp- this not the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love um, Power and a sound mind when we start confessing that verse and believing in it We step right up to the threshold of change Because you are going to be what a conflict is going to happen a trial is going to happen Trouble is going to hit your way, your fear is going to increase because now you've come to the threshold where you're really tested in the level and measure of faith you have. And the whole goal is is to get through that door because the receiving is another level of him, another level of trust in him another level of faith in him, another level of belief. So everybody kind of understands this. Does anybody have any questions about this chart? Because this is the process where in the change we're learning steadfastness in the word We're learning endurance. What because the conflicts trials and troubles and fears try to get us off course people, you know the Darkness and light uses people, you know to try to get us off course But you know most of the time it's just a test. It's a test It's a test for patience But when we've achieved at that threshold of change when we have experienced the trouble the test the trial and we stood on the word We didn't stand on the rock of the offense. We stood on the rock of the word All right, you come through that door and even though you feel all the trouble. You're like I got it I, I don't feel it anymore. I'm not angry. I'm not fearful. So great You enter in now into a rest and that's what I want to focus on tonight the rest What is rest? Because you think that once you cross that threshold and you've passed the test, you automatically think you should what? Receive, which is the promise. Because he tells us that in this verse. He tells us, for you have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God. Well, the fully accomplishment is when you're sitting in the rest, when you can actually rest and know you've already passed the test, but yet you haven't yet received. This is when we gain possession. This is a time where we're gaining possession in the rest. Let's turn into the rest. Let's go to Psalms 37 7. Psalm, thom, Psalms 37 7. And it says. Be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him and patiently lean yourself upon him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. When we've already, we've come up to the threshold of change. We've accepted the word. We're standing on the word. The Lord now puts us in an endurance timing. In between every in-between zone The rest is longer So every time you grow your endurance goes longer It's like training for a track race If you're going to run a marathon, you can't go to that marathon stand on the line and how many miles is a marathon? 26 miles What 26.2? You can't go on the day and not have practiced <laughs> Right, you cannot go on that day and your body has not experienced what a change Your body has to go through change for you to endure the long race to so think about it This is this is the marathon <laughs> There's got to be a marathon between these two people because Your steadfastness your faith your endurance is being tested. I love this because you know that first top over here seems like you had a lot of residue you had because the darkness is the residue That he hasn't come the second time yet to remove But think when you go here to here you have what less residue You have less residue Less residue less residue, but guess what you got a longer endurance a longer endurance a longer endurance you get this So here even though we're getting rid of all the things that are not of god We still have to be able to what endure And that word endure kept hitting me, hitting me, hitting me the moment I said it because I did not plan to say it last week. But when I said it, it hit me because I know when I look at this chart and where I'm at. Well, yeah, the endurance gets longer in between the change. (laughs) It gets longer because he's going to he really he it says anything that is of God adds no sorrow to you. So he's going to really test you before he's about to what you're about to receive so he reminds us in psalm 37 i love in, in 37 7 be still the moment you know you passed that test don't look back be still don't worry about don't worry about what's going on if you've passed the test and stood on the word of god that in the rest is when is when the opposition comes to get you off course and the opposition is People trying to convince you you're not doing what God wants you to do. Because you're sitting here in rest, not doing anything, just kind of like you're at peace. Things around you may not be at peace, but then things start coming to you. You need to do this. You need to do that. You're not doing what God wants you to do. Things to try to get you out of that rest because darkness wants to do everything not to get you to receive the promise of God and to get closer to your will of God. And so, is this awesome? It's like, it's like building up for a marathon. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make a difference where we're at, you know, because we're all going to receive eternal life if Christ is in us. So we have, none of us ever die. We have to die of our flesh, but we don't ever really die. We go up to heaven. You know, I was thinking about this. The three desires, desires of the flesh, desires of the mind, desires of the spirit. Well, what happens is you get a desire in your spirit Then your mind decides how it wants to make it be. (laughs) And then you kind of produce it with your flesh. When we're supposed to rest, and in the rest, we let God do it. Everybody turn to Proverbs 16. This is awesome. The Lord gave me this this morning. It was just so awesome how he gave this to me. Proverbs 16 says, The plans of the mind and orderly thinking belong to man. Okay, belong to man But from the lord comes the wise answer of the tongue All right, when we are in rest the first thing Satan wants to try to do through situations through people is to get us to what say the wrong thing Get us in a total different mindset that I you know I think this is it's funny because the plans of the mind And what we think are orderly thinking is not what God thinks. And that's where we're going through the transforming of the mind. An orderly thinking. Orderly thinking belong to man. But from the Lord comes the wise answer of the tongue. Man, we got to watch what we say, especially when we're in the rest. Because the rest is one of the most unusual sensitive times when you have to endure Everything else and you can't and you can't connect with it. You've got to stay connected with him But that rest has a different duration of period in between every change in between every doorway of change It continues on to say in verse 2 All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes now Basically, that means when we put our mind to something we start creating what what we think is right (laughs) We all do it I I start getting on a tangent on what I think is right And I think it's pure in my own eyes because that's man's way of thinking But I love the buts because everything before but is a lie (laughs) So we're not supposed to do what comes before the but we're supposed to do what comes after the but The after the but says but the lord weighs the spirits Which are the thoughts and intents of the spirit heart not the not our mind. So the Lord, the Lord weighs like that weighs. He weighs the spirits, which are His thoughts, the intents of of His heart, because our our spirit heart is Him. When we and then and that's where it goes into the thing. Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to Him. He will cause your thoughts. To become agreeable to his will. This is so key. This is what we do in the rest. We roll our works. We roll our mindful thoughts. We roll all that stuff up upon the Lord. And commit them to him wholly. You know, when we counsel with people over here. One of the first things I love it. When somebody comes and gives us a presentation. After we're done. They're telling us everybody everything they think they, they should be doing. You know what I mean? Because that's normal. That's I'm not... There's nothing negative about it It's normal for us to want to think out our life and think out our plans And I love it because there's always that silent question When nothing's being said well, have you committed it to the lord? And then a person light bulbs go off and some people say No, I haven't done that. I kind of think he already knows about it Well, does he know it because you planned it in your mind or because you've really talked about it to him Rachel had to get an ipod cover You know and she was talking to me she was searching her mind was searching for everything that she wanted I asked her to commit the ipod cover to The lord let him show her even in everything we do. We should be committing to him I know this is silly even what we even what you wear every day You could say okay lord look in your closet. What do you want me to wear today? Because he knows who you're going to see what you're going to see what might draw somebody to you We're supposed to be committing everything unto him And that's what happens in the rest when you're in the rest you're skipping And you're happy you're committing everything to him And you're not worried if you hear him or not You're not you're just you're you're skipping it out because you know You're in that rest to gain another measure of him and when you know you've passed the test Now you've got to sit in the rest until the receiving comes Because everything of god in receiving comes unexpectedly So I love this roll your works upon the lord commit and trust them wholly to him He, here's the promise, will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will. And, I love this, addition, so shall your plans be established and succeed. We all want to succeed. We all want to succeed, and we all want to succeed for what God has for us. Nobody in here doesn't want to succeed in what God has for us and even when we get off on the tangent and we realize it, hey, just get yourself right back on it but committing it wholly to him, uh, you know I say this every time when we counsel people. if you press it up there, there is only one spirit and, and, and that and, and God knows what what's going on, the Lord knows what's going on. so if you press it up, he will establish those thoughts to be what he wants you to think. And you're going to be okay with the switch because he already created you to receive it And that's what's so beautiful if we just commit it up and then we start Okay, this is the way it should be and you feel peace rest on it Well, then you know, you're in the right place You know, you're about to receive because everything that's coming to you no matter how negative because the right before the receiving comes So you could be let's say you're in this for a month Let's say you're in rest for a year, you know the duration of time You can't judge it. That's God's time. Right before you're about to receive it is when the liar, boom, hits. And does, because you what? In the rest, sometimes we get weary waiting. We get weary in the wait and we're not supposed to get weary in the wait. We're supposed to be so solid on that word that the rest, what is the purpose of it? To develop endurance, patience, steadfastness in our relationship with him. The moment we give up, not putting it up to him, the moment we do that, that's when the liar comes in and tries to see, well, can I catch this person in their affections? You know what I mean? Just right before somebody's about to get their husband and wife, every counterfeit's going to come to do what? Steal the affections that the Lord has put that person in rest on. Fears and emotions. You know, right before you're about to receive and you're in your rest. Something will come really hard to try to get you to what jump at a fear Say something wrong go somewhere wrong Will and choice all this your soul gets mixed up into all this intellect gets attacked Because you're like i'm believing in god. I know his word. I am standing on that word He says those promises that he's going to do those two things for me He says that he will cause my thoughts to become agreeable to his will and he shall Make my plans be established and he will make me succeed But what's going to come in? It's like air. (sighs) Comes in and this new idea comes to your brain. But it might not have been from God. Do you know what I mean? And you kind of think, that's God. And I'll go for it. But did you commit it to him at that moment? Did you say, Lord, is this you? Because you'll know if it's him or not. And even if you don't hear him, wait. Wait to hear him. He will reveal himself. Because deep down you know the right answer. But then sometimes our flesh can't wait. So we get on another we get on another tangent About something out even in even when we want to argue Do you know what I mean? Like today, you know, I felt like today was a really hard day because I wanted to argue something And then I decided or to defend something and I remember sitting there going i'm not saying anything (laughs) And all I turned is just I just gave love, you know but it's hard because we don't have to defend ourselves because in the rest We know we know we don't have to defend ourselves. We just have to do what what did it say watch our our tongue Watch what we say all words that should proceed from our mouth should be of love Encouragement Now I know sometimes we have to correct and edify and the lord uses us in moments like that But be very careful when you move in those moments know that they are of god Do you know what I mean? Because they will be laced the if the spirit is speaking it and it's a correction. It will be laced with what? Love. It will always. It might have truth on it, but it'll be laced in his love. So then he tells us to go on verse four. The Lord has made everything to accommodate itself and contribute to its own end and its own purpose. Even, this is what is so cool. Even the wicked are fitted for their role. For the day of calamity and evil. So don't worry about the people. Don't worry about things that come and hit you hard. Or people that come hard on you. Or people who don't see what you're doing good. But you may. You know what I mean? They don't see the truth of what something is. Because even their day is fitted. You know I love this when I learned that the vengeance of God. What's the vengeance of God? I used to think that that meant he was going to beat up on the person that was mean to me. Right? Haven't you thought that? The vengeance that got mean he's going to get back at that person for me, right? Okay, raise your hand if you thought that, so I don't feel so lonely. Okay, so, but then I realized, oh my gosh, it just means that their moment of his love attack hasn't come yet. Do you know what I mean? So even when somebody does something against you, the Lord has that person tagged for their day. And the day of judgment is when they fall and a hand comes up to what? Save them. So that's so cool. So we shouldn't worry about... All the people that frustrate us, there's no reason to worry about it because he says they'll have their day Don't worry about them. Worry about him So don't worry about people. They're already in line to help you what endure your race You know, we can't get what's of god until we do endure the race of steadfastness and patience So that's why it says rejoice In all the trials rejoice in all the calamity rejoice in all the trouble because what's it doing? It's getting you somewhere in him And that's where it's hard because I didn't understand the rejoicing stuff at first. (laughs) I mean, I was a happy person, but sometimes it just seemed like, okay, when is the receiving? Like Carrie said, how long, right? Carrie's going through his changes. He's sitting in his rest. How long until you feel like you've received the victory? Well, there's that. That's part of the race. That's the endurance. It says in section five, in verse five, everyone proud. An arrogant in heart is disgusting, hateful, and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. Be assured, I pledge it, they will not go unpunished. So he's trying to tell us, don't worry. Everybody has their time and day. But he reminds us of ways we need to be by mercy and love, truth and fidelity to God and man not by sacrificial offerings iniquity is purged out of the heart and by the reverent worshipful, f- worshipful fear of the lord men depart from and avoid evil this is what we've got to do. here is our instruction in every word there is instruction for us to 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 really focus in so here we already talked about what promise you got what we shouldn't do Now it's saying okay now here's some here's some other instruction by mercy and love Truth and fidelity now in my expanded version. It says to god and man Not by sacrificial offerings, you know the best way I can describe this sacrificial offerings You can have a deal in real estate And you're working the deal. You're working the deal. You're working the deal And if you stand on mercy love truth and fidelity throughout the whole deal There usually something comes up where somebody's not happy Okay, and when somebody's not happy, they're usually trying to get something for nothing Okay, and so usually sometimes you get so tired in it. You just do the sacrificial offering (laughs) And just say just give them this just give this to them and avoid going through the trial Okay, carrie and I were just talking about this in a deal a couple months ago Actually over a year ago. We're a realtor. She didn't want to deal with the trial She didn't want to deal with the people fighting. She didn't want to deal with finding out What the truth was She immediately called carrie over and said carrie. I don't care about this I'm, just going to give him the what was it 500 how much money? $500 just to get this done So she gave a sacrificial offering instead of what? Dealing with the truth. How many times Have we given a sacrificial offering to not deal with the truth or something? That's not getting us. That's getting us out of the rest That's not keeping us moving towards the other measure of him Because he says by mercy love truth and fidelity to god So we do that with the lord and man We're also we are mandated to have mercy love truth and fidelity to every man in this room Okay And so it says, why do we do this? Not by sacrificial offering, but iniquity is purged out of the heart and the reverent worshipful fear of the Lord, of the Lord, of the Lord, men depart from and avoid evil. So that means there's an exchange that goes on when we're willing to walk out the truth, be able to have eyes of mercy, not of judgment, pinning people to the cross, And know that we are staying true to what god has showed us We don't have to do sacrificial offering. We don't have to think and try to figure out the problem. We just stand And then he does the exchange He purges out of us what isn't of god and then gives us an increased measure of what is of him And then in that is blessings when we go through and that's the fire When we go through the fire, which is doing what we don't want to do Not resting when we want hey when you hit rest with the lord, you don't want to rest You want to figure out some way to solve a problem some way to get somewhere faster some way to buy something faster Some way to do something faster. You're always trying to figure it out. But the moment That starts happening and the increase happens. That means god was just about to give you the blessing He was just about to give you what would cause you no sorrow So that's where we take the choice. We either choose the law of sin and death or we choose the law of love and peace so when we, we and and you know what but we get tested so isn't that awesome isn't that a great verse and the, on verse 7 it ends with and this is i mean ends with as far as i'm going to go in proverbs six, 16 it says when a man's ways please the lord he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him now that is beautiful And I have I have experienced that level that even when as I know you know When your ways are pleasing the lord because he even makes your enemies Be at peace with you And most of the time you don't even know who your enemies are (laughs) But In the the rest prepares you for that everybody turn to hebrews 4 1 hebrews 4 1 Hebrews 4, 1. It says, therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still holds and is offered to date. So guess what? Even when we mess up and we miss the rest and we take the other temptation of the opposition. Guess what? The, his rest still holds and is offered. Let us be afraid to distrust it. Lest any of you should think. He has come too late and has come too short So it says therefore while the promise of entering his rest still holds and is offered Let us be afraid to distrust it That means in the rest you don't get so confident In yourself you get confident in him and stay humble in him And distrust any of your flesh and distrust any of your mind Because we already read in proverbs that you can't trust what your mind plans You have to commit it unto him. He'll cause your thought to be at peace with you But once you follow through with it Don't get cocky in your flesh and in your mind. You stay confident in the peace that's within you Because everybody in here has a journey to walk out to get to another level of christ There are people here. We have other places to go other places to be we have an actual destiny of where we're supposed to go. If we follow this little pattern, we get through it faster. And that's why he says, distrust ourselves. Only trust him. We are to distrust that, that, that level of confidence and just be humble in his word. Has anybody ever experienced that? You get that little bit of spiritual confidence. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it kind of can mis- mislead us. It can mislead us. And so we have to remember. And keep hold on to, always seek Him. Distrust our mind, trust His mind, and what the way He in the way He shows it to Him. Lest any of you should think He has come too late and has come too short of reaching it. Everybody has, even when you stumble, you have the chance to re come back. Everybody, turn to Hebrews four. Jump down to four nine. It says in four nine. So then. There is still awaiting a full and complete sabbath rest Reserved for the true people of god. That is a promise. We all are to receive this level of rest And so it's really beautiful. Is there anybody who doesn't understand this Has everybody kind of got it Okay, because I didn't know these cycles when they would happen in fact before I ever came into here and I believed in christ and I had christ in my heart before I came to kingdom life, I didn't understand this So there were times Things, you know, that you know say, Um, the lord did come a second time. He removed something to me. I did have a conflict. I had faith trust in god But I always failed in the rest Always failed in the rest. In fact when I started studying this chart Because I didn't know the word I didn't stand on his name. I didn't even know what the blood was all about You hear people say the blood I didn't get that. So I think about all the times I failed in the rest And if I did receive something of the lord Boy, it was just by luck because I did not know what was happening to me But now that as as I've developed over the past four years Man that rest is awesome because it's really when you're not even supposed to worry You're not supposed to have any anxiety. You're not supposed to let anything You know affect your hearing except for his word and you stay in that isolated place with him waiting It said those who wait on the lord. They will be so blessed Well, this is cool. I went to um Somebody gave me this book just it's like one of these little fast reads And I opened it up because you know, I don't really like reading a lot of extra material But so when I looked at the contents I went right to Chapter 8 god's will because I wanted to see what it said about god's will then I was going to tell Decide if I was in agreement or what I thought about the book Well, it's all it's, it touches everything like this ministry. So it was really awesome Well, then after I finished reading the chapter of god's will which I didn't underline anything But I was in agreement with it. The next chapter was called endure It was called endure and so that word endure had been on my mind since last wednesday And I just got this this book on saturday I wanted to read this chapter and if anybody wants to write down the verses I will read the verses for you to meditate on because this is an awesome chapter I did already put Todd through it I read it to Todd the other day because I think it's very appropriate to what we go through What the Lord is trying to work us through in the rest I was trying to read some of it to Rachel and and will too, but I hadn't read the whole thing All right, here we go endure. The key word is endure endure happens during the rest We are told in 1 corinthians thirteen seven. Now if you want to write these verses down in order, that'd be great, but I'm not going to go and pull them up. We are told in 1 Corinthians 13:7 that love endureth all things. James 5:11 says, "We count them happy, which endure. So we count that happiness when we endure things. Why? Because he that shall endure till the end, the same shall be saved." So just think about that. So as much as we endure here on earth, think about how much we're storing up in heaven. You know what I mean? If we, it says heaven, we're to bring heaven here on earth. If you think how much we endure on earth, what's stored up for us in heaven, it's awesome. There is something very solemn in these words. For if those who endure are saved, what about those who do not endure? What is it to endure? To move steadily on In the way work and will of the lord Even when things are very different from what we wish them to be Think about that in the rest Man, that's when the enemy comes in because he wants us to think things are different He wants us to think things people are against us He wants to think that we're not going to receive he does everything to get our what mind Trying to come up with its own plan That's really what's happening in the rest Paul endured when he said none of these things move me They might buffet him But could not affect him nor stop his march onward from glory to glory In james 1:12, we read blessed is the man that endureth Temptation to endure temptation is to move on in full obedience To the word now one thing that we talk about testimonies in this ministry is with every testimony is always connected with a word There's a word that you had to stand on because the moment you started confessing it the lord had to make that come true to you So we have to what we get tested on our obedience to the word We get the fullness of the receiving when we when we hold on to the obedience to the word And to the spirit and see to it that we do not yield to temptation Or let our desires, which is our fleshly desires and our mind desires, reach out for the desire God put in our heart. So isn't this awesome? So when God puts a desire in our heart, whether it's to own a transportation company, I'm just going to use that as an example. Silly, but that's what it is. I know I'm going to own a transportation. Well, temptation wants to come to get you now to start getting it. You to start planning it. You to start pressing at it. You put a resume in for a job. You know, and what do you do? You start calling that job all the day. Did you read my resume? When am I going to get? It? Or is it the job done yet? You start what? Reaching out and working it yourself, because your mind says this is what I need to do. Your mind says to you, you need to do that. Then your flesh starts doing it. What's your flesh? Your hand picks up the phone and you start calling that person that you sent a resume to, and you call them all the time. How many people have applied for the job and just wanted to call because you hadn't heard? Right. You do but that would be your flesh You're not supposed to think about it or pick up the phone. You're supposed to call him Commit it all up to him. Okay, so this is awesome. So in that temptation We have to be careful that we're not letting our desires of our mind and our flesh reach out for it Or even allow our mind to think on it So the moment we commit it, we're not supposed to think on it anymore, we're supposed to put it up in that place and not worry about it anymore and walk out our day day by day Awesome As soon as we are conscious Of a temptation so that means we recognize we're going the wrong way We must so yield our whole being to god His word his praise and worship And there shall be no room in us for the temptation for the temptation or the tempter to enter and none of our members that means our body shall yield to it in service or obedience I love this. I'm gonna use donna as an example Donna came to glory service and she hasn't taken her. She hasn't taken her high blood pressure med Um for at this time a week She hadn't taken her high blood pressure med and she knew the lord really had healed something in her But as she's excited and she what her faith trust and belief brought the healing Now she's in the rest period She's in a rest period. She may not have received everything God has for her, but she's in a rest because she's like, well, I don't feel like taking the medication. I don't know what's going on. But then all of a sudden the tempter comes to make her think, "Mm, maybe you should take that medicine. And so then the temptation's on to grab the bottle, not grab the bottle, think about the bottle. All the things the doctor had told her. You almost, you can be healed by God, but then you can invite the trespasser back. During that time that you're already in the rest of your receipt, you're already in the rest to receive But then when we invite it back, that's when satan comes in to steal it Kill it. Well, she came in on a wednesday and she said Okay, I was feeling the pressure, you know, it's so cute and I said, well, what did you do? She did exactly what this instruction said She said she stood on his word His praise and she worshiped him. She put her headphones on and she started worshiping god Because the moment we start filling our mind with the word and worship and praise It takes out of your mind all the fear because the moment we exalt his name Anything that's in our mind. That's not of god's got to flee for that moment Now whether we keep it out of our mind, that's up to our endurance. What do we do in the rest? so the word his praise and worship that there shall be no room for us or the tempter to enter and none of our members shall yield to it in service and obedience. So she wasn't obedient to the med. She wasn't in service to the Med. She wasn't enslaved to it. She chose, she chose God by worshiping him. We read further in James 1.12 that the man who endureth temptation is blessed. Because when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. Which is the Lord, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. You know, you love him. When you commit everything unto him in the rest The 14th verse of this chapter says that every man is tempted when he has drawn away of his own lust The word lust means strong desire We may be drawn away from the narrow path that leads to life by our own desires Jesus said that the pathway was so narrow that very few will find it This pathway is so narrow This rest time Very few find it. I even said I had christ in my heart before I came this ministry But guess what? I didn't know how to get into the narrow path I didn't know how to get through that tight spot when every oppression and here it is It's right here Right when you're about to enter into the fullness of the promise you have to enter it gets what? Everything gets really tight 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 tight. This is a doorway of change but then as you're going through your rest Satan wants to pull you back down. But the whole time, the spirit is pushing you to get through this door. Because once you get in here, you're in large place, your promise, there is no sorrow in this place. And he crowns you with the crown of authority, the authority of that word. If you truly have lost fear and you know that you have the power of love, power, and a sound mind, and you know you can never go back, that you're in this large, that means you can speak it. And the breath of life from the lord speaks right behind you and that word has power every time you say it to someone Because why you've already overcome it When you get through that narrow place and truly overcome the rest Then that word has power from your lips because it's got the power of the spirit Of a person who truly overcome who overcame the word Jesus said that the pathway was so narrow that few find it few christians Comparatively comparatively speaking Tempted by their desires so endure as to keep in the narrow way Which means to them fullness of life for spirit soul and body God wants us to be so full with his own life That we shall have power to resist sickness disease and pain God says in revelations 1 6 that he has made us kings and that we are to reign in life Romans five seventeen says, but it is only those who endure waver, not fail, not when tempted, who really reign and who receive the crown of life. For the word said it is for those who love God and the test of love is tested. Our test of love is tested every time. Are we going to hold on to that word that's loving him when we hold on to the word In 2 timothy 2 3 we are commended Commanded to endure hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ It is so easy to endure when god is blessing us And people are pleased with us But in connection with this paul says That his suffers as an evildoer Even undue bonds that means when we suffer Things that we shouldn't have to be suffering Did you ever suffer in that way when you had done your best for god? And you've been good to people and you had walked in his word Did someone find you at fault? Did someone criticize you did someone judge you did they condemn you and represent your work as bad? Right. How many people have felt that way? Because it's going to happen. Did you endure it though quietly Walking as though that they had praised you the whole time How many people can take someone yelling at them and then looking at them like they're praising you? (laughs) Right that's tough. We want to defend ourselves. We're not supposed to that's part of the enduring of the race in the rest Can you keep your tongue under? Control and look at that person like they're praising you not that they're criticizing you Because if you're being tested that means you what love him so anytime we're being tested it's the it's because he's he knows we're loving him You know the when you're spending time in the bible and all this stuff starts coming at you be happy Because that means you're loving him first And that's the proof that you're loving him the tests the trials the conflicts the world tells us different The world makes us think that you're supposed to abort avoid give the sacrificial offering when someone complains Don't worry about the truth. Just give the sacrificial offering. That means, you know what that means? That means put the band-aid on a problem. Do you know what I mean? And cover up dealing with it sometimes. That's the sacrifice. We're not supposed to do that in the rest. We're supposed to walk through every trial and just stand on the truth, stand in love. It's so awesome. I love this because there isn't anybody that doesn't feel this way. Did you did you then endure by continuing to work as God's word led you? Did you keep a sweetness? Did you keep gentleness? This is Galatians 5.22. Did you keep your meekness? Were you lowly and never a word looking or feeling against the other person? You never let another, you know that thing? Never let them know you sweat. Okay, it's just the same thing. You never let them know that you're hurt or you're feeling like they're against you. If you were hurt, sad, offended, or willful, and you murmured, you grew slack in your work, and you did not endure, did you bear the trouble with long suffering and joyness, joy, and joyfulness, like Peter and John, who rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer for Christ's sake? Did you work, did you walk on as Paul did, not being moved in purpose or feeling? That would be enduring. When those who, those for whom you have borne and done the most, forget it all. And do you evil, do you do evil in return? Do you endure like Jesus, but never saying a word of defense? Isn't that amazing? Jesus already taught us how to stand without saying anything, even in all the rejection, even in all the shame, even in all the unforgiveness that was hitting him. Endure it like Jesus. By never saying a word of defense for yourself and serving them whenever possible as though you did not remember the wrong That is enduring. That is the rest Do you meet? Do you do you meet scarcity of money? Oh, I love this one because I remember going through this when I was younger I remember feeling like I don't have anything. Do you meet scarcity of money food clothing comforts and necessities of life? cheerfully without talking or even letting anybody know that you don't have, like Paul, learn to be abased? Have you ever toiled for God and seen his work prosper in your hands after you have made the great sacrifice for it by not talking about it? Isn't that powerful? When we really hold on and we commit it onto him, we don't have to talk to any man about it, because he will cause that to come into your hands If you can keep it if you can keep it in your heart And you will always know that when you're really trying to keep something in your heart, guess what happens your spirit heart Guess what happens? Somebody always tries to what come and get you to talk about it Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it And so it's crazy. I I giggle at this because it does happen. It does happen. It's just like this Right. Are we all in agreement with that? It is. It's just like this Did you smile and care? Not for the approval of people because you had the approval of god And that satisfied you does that really satisfy us That we have the approval of god in the rest or we worried about the approval of people Did you keep free from all bitterness and rejoice that the work did prosper? And did you do all in your power to cause it to prosper even while others received it all as credit? That is enduring hardness. So that's what they're saying is, even when we are receiving, we're not to even brag about the receiving. We're to be excited about it, but it's a testimony for someone else to get through the same thing. It doesn't mean we're better than others because we receive from God. That's It's a personal journey. In Timothy 2.11, Paul tells us how we can endure. For if we be dead with him, Jesus, we shall also live with him, Jesus See how the thought of endurance is linked with life. But death to our own flesh, death to our own mind desires, death to our own choices, death to our own comfort must, I underlined it. I I, I highlight all the words and underline it. Those things must precede the fullness of life. That means we can never receive until we put to death our flesh. That means our flesh acting on something like picking up the phone our flesh acting on a fleshly desire our mind desires can we actually can we actually stop captivate the thought and then commit it to god before we commit it to our words can we can we make the right choice and comfort this all must proceed before he grows in us that is that's when he wants to put more of his fullness in you the moment you do those things, they must come first. We are also told that we can endure by keeping our eyes on Jesus and not on people. Enduring as seeing him who is invisible. Hebrews 12, 7 speaks of enduring chastening. And in the ninth verse, which we read tonight, is the assurance that we endure and we shall live. Jesus came that we might have life, but to know him the fullness of his life, we must endure. How do we meet the trials? When God delays answers to a prayer, do we continue to believe just as though we saw the answer or do we carefully and fully meet all the conditions that he has shown us and asked us for the things desired? Believe that we receive when we pray. Rejoice, thank, and praise God as we would if we could see, feel, or use the thing For which we prayed for. Are we kept from our fear, questions, doubts, wavering? This is enduring. When God permits people or things to cause us suffering, we must rejoice. When our efforts for Him and He causes seem to fail, because in the rest, sometimes you're going to feel like what? You're failing. You're failing the test because you said the wrong thing. Are we as full of trust and courage and work as we would be if we were seeing great results? In such a case, our endurance would be based on what he sa- he has said. Knowing your labor is not in vain. We labor in rest. We're supposed to be rest, right? But the endurance feels like labor. Because it's what? It's mental labor. It's the battle of the soul. In due season, you shall reap. He shall go forth. And I like this. He, Jesus, Jesus. That he, I mean, I'm sorry, us, that goes forth and weeps, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoice, bringing his sheaves with him. You know, sometimes we cry in the rest because we're like, how much longer? Or we are hoping on something and we cry. I know I do. When I'm in my long rest time or the Lord pulls me away from people, I find myself crying more around that time because I know he's about to give me something. But I cry because I can't do what I want. I've got to do what he has asked me to do. And that doesn't mean, and, and most of the time for me, I don't want to do always what he asked me to do when he wants me to do it. There are times I want to still do and go places that I want to go. But that's when we commit everything unto him. This is enduring. 1 Peter 2.19 says we read of enduring grief, suffering wrongfully. When you are accused of things which you are not guilty of, or are punished for the wrongs of others? Or when people separate you from their company and cast out your name in evil, do you endure by rejoicing? Peter refers to Christ as our example. All Christ's suffering were for others, for the evil they had done and for the things of which he had falsely was falsely accused. Do we endure just as Jesus did, with not a word, a murmur, a charge of purpose or conduct? Hebrews 12, 3 says, we are told to consider how jesus endured study it We do not truly endure unless we meet and pass through the hard things Just as jesus did not murmuring telling others talking back With no change of purpose walk or attitude towards other how long must how long must we endure is the question To the end is the answer How much must we endure? The answer is all things, as it states in one Corinthians thirteen seven. Not one thing can come to us that is not included in the all things. How must we endure, as Jesus did? Is the answer, and that's in Revelation three twenty one. Says that we are to overcome, even as Jesus overcame, and to endure through His strength, His strength, not our own strength. That's what we do. We call on his strength when we feel like we can't endure it. He enters in during that time. In Revelations 2-7, we read that the overcomer is to eat of the tree of life. So we see that life is the reward of enduring, fully overcoming. I believe if we truly endure, fully overcome all things, Satan will not be able to put disease upon us because God will so fill us with more abundant life so that the Lord Jesus Christ... That, he, that we would be enabled to resist and keep out all diseases. Only divine love can enable us to endure. Such love to God that we would rather die and fail him. A love to people that will cover their sins, even a multitude of them. 1 Peter 4, 8, Proverbs 10, 12. If I fail to endure even once, I need to get down before God on my knees and wait upon him Until the holy ghost sheds abroad the love of god in my heart Love endures all things and the proof that I have this love is that I endure all things. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? So the moment we feel we can't do that We if we feel we can't endure this You are to you are to get on your knees pray to god and tell him I can't do it I love it every time I tell him I can't do it and it's weird, you know, you get on these modes where there is confidence in your flesh confidence in your mind You're like I can do this. I can do this do You know, what I mean gene asked me to and Carrie to run the glory service When he told me I was going to do that I'm not gonna lie. I was like I can't do it And then I was I mean because i've never led a service like that So it's new to me, but guess what? I can do all things through him So all I have to do is what hear him Do it with him so you believe it I feel like i've been crying a lot this week because I feel like i've got to do this So I say this in humbleness That the glory service is going to be a great glory service because I know I can't do it (laughs) I'm, just going to come and help lead it But you know what and that's we if we can look at all things like that that we enter in whether it's applying for a job Working out with people in a situation um you know entering into new realms, we are always about going through the doorway of change Becoming greater in him and less of us and then we start doing things that we can't believe that we could even do Because we're we couldn't have done it. We could not have done it So, you know praise the lord enduring enduring is the test That he looks for to see will we hold on to him at every moment? You know and do we don't let your flesh get puffed up. Don't let your mind start establishing it Do exactly what proverbs 16 1 through 7 says if we meditate on proverbs 16 1 through 7 It gives us all the answers that we need to get through. I loved it when jesus turned to peter You know when when jesus got his 12 disciples, they were not ready for jesus He just says come follow me. They knew to say yes They didn't know all the things that they had to learn. In fact, peter was the most difficult Peter was very difficult because Peter, even when the Lord turned to him, said, Peter, do you love me? He was like, yes, I love you. He's like, Peter, do you love me? He had to ask him how many times? Three times. Because Peter was the one that said to him, when he said, I'm going to have to go to Jerusalem and I'm going to be beat to death and I'm going to die. He said, no, you're not. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. And he turned him, Jesus turned him and said, get behind me, Satan. Here he loves peter, but called peter satan (laughs) He said get behind me satan Why because peter was trying to hold him back from the will of god And see jesus had to be secure He had to endure and know that he was doing what god told him to do You knew they were one because he could go walk that but even his closest people Peter like peter who didn't want him to go tried to stop him But jesus stayed firm in his instruction Get behind me satan i've got to do the will of god And that's how it feels with people in our lives When the lord calls us to do something or be in isolation or focus on something We can't worry about what all our friends are thinking Because if he has us in a line love your friend But don't worry if they're thinking you're not doing the right thing do what the lord is showing you And you know it you know it You know you hear from god if you've committed all the thoughts to him But if you, if you're like, well, I haven't really talked about God that, then okay. (laughs) I always tell Rachel, go talk to God and come back to me. Commit it to God and then come back to me and talk about it. I can't solve a problem for her. I can't, I can't help my daughter. She, she can get all her answers right from God. I'm here to support her to figure that out. That's what we're supposed to be to each other. Support each other to figure it out with Him and endure the rest. Because the wiggly part comes When you've already kind of gotten through the battle you've gotten through the change now you've got to sit in that rest till the fullness of the receiving comes and that's why the cup goes out because right when you go through that door you can be easily pulled back on the other side because it's up to our will and choice so praise the lord i thank everybody for coming tonight but i just thought that was awesome i thought this chapter was awesome i thought it taught us everything that we're learning in this ministry I thought it really went well with the doorway of change because usually when I teach this chart I kind of skip over the rest and get excited about receiving But you know what i've learned the more I go through the journey is the rest The more challenges we go to that rest is a longer period it's endurance There is endurance in it And you know the ultimate receiving is when we get to heaven and we get everything that's stored up for us up there And so just think about that we get that big fullness when we hit that place but remember if we can endure like Jesus did and like Paul did think about all the joy that we will receive because he's already we're after the resurrection we are after the resurrection we'll receive now we'll receive fullness of him now fullness of him taking over us how many people have really felt well you can you know, just think about this and this is what i hope for people to gain you know i really my heart for the glory night is and i really feel this strongly that the lord is going to heal us he's going to cause deliverance he's going to he's going to help people understand their salvation unforgiveness shame rejection will be cut off in the name of jesus strongholds we're, people will walk out here and they're not going to feel like being angry but one of the things that i really hope that people really 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 experience saturday night is when the lord just the fullness overtakes you And there is something when we worship him in spirit and in truth, that spirit overtakes you. And that's when you confess things right out of your spirit. You don't even know what you're saying. Because it comes, it overtakes you, and you know you have to say it. You know you have to do it. I mean, and I know some people have seen it. Like, sometimes the spirit, I feel the spirit breath take me over. It takes in and takes out my breath and takes in his breath. And then I just don't know what will happen to me after that I could cry. I could you know what i'm saying? I could speak something You don't know what happens But you know what when I worship really hard and I press through that narrow place in worship His breath I feel the exchange it overtakes me And so my prayer is for people to feel the spirit Rise in them and overtake them Because when you start knowing that You know what I mean? And you start getting confident and that he possesses, he can possess this body. Do you know what I mean? In his fullness, the joy, the happiness, the peace, the days after you experience that, I don't experience that daily. I do experience that when I press into other realms of worship. And I know I've experienced it in this ministry when we press into other realms of worship, where the breath overtook. And But then the days after that, I feel like the happiest, I feel like I'm just relaxed, I don't worry about fears. I don't worry about anything. That's what he says. If you rest in my presence, he is faithful to fulfill you and to give you the peace and the rest and the deliverance and the salvation and all these healings. And then you, when you know that you experience that, it's like you just want to grip on it and know that nothing else can change you. So you just hold on to that plow and you don't look back. I don't want to think back of the old ways and anytime you know what when I don't worship or if I have days Where I kind of i'm not even It's very few days But like if I if I go and i'm not in that word or i'm not getting something every day I don't I start feeling like i'm getting on back on the worldly level. Do you know what I mean? You're you can feel it in your skin So my hope is for people to start getting that spirit exposure In them to feel that fullness and know that um You know there's there is there's just nothing like it you know and that gives you the confidence to get through the changes to get the gift and the and the receiving of him so praise god does anybody have any questions no okay let's pray father in the name of jesus we love you with our whole heart our soul and our mind and lord just as the first commandment said that we are to love you with all of our heart all of our soul and that we are to put you first in everything so lord, we focus on proverbs 16 1 through 7 and lord We roll and we commit and we give everything unto you in every choice and decision lord Because we know we believe We trust and we have faith that you will cause our thoughts To be your thoughts and we will meet those thoughts and those directions that you give us So that we can re- receive the fullness of your light the fullness of your love and the fullness of your truth For, Lord, we love, we love, we love, we love to read, meditate, worship, everything that has to do to exalt you. For it is your glory. It is not us. The more we submit ourselves to you, we recognize that you are the one that gives us the power. And that you are the one that heals us and brings us our true deliverances. So we love you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.